ABC Listen. Hello, my friends. It's Ruby here, and you are listening to News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hello, Ruby. Hey, it's almost a new year. Can you believe that? We are going to celebrate by looking back at five of our favourite good news stories from the past year. Shall we get started? I can't wait. Great. In January, we heard about some Aboriginal artefacts that were finally making their way back home. Story number five. Thousands of years ago, Tasmania's Aboriginal people carved beautiful artworks into rocks. Dots and lines and dots and lines and dots and lines! There were also intricate circles carved into these rocks and they are called petroglyphs. They were carved into sandstone along the Tasmanian coast in a protected Indigenous area called Premingana. But 60 years ago, some of these petroglyphs were taken away. Because they're so old? Yeah, that was part of the reason. Scientists who were studying Indigenous culture cut off the petroglyphs with saws and sliced them into two pieces. They took the slabs of these rock to the Tasmanian Museum and Art Gallery and put them on display. And they've been there ever since. The person who did it will make the person who drawed it have bad feelings. Tasmania's Aboriginal people didn't agree with the petroglyphs being taken. They spoke up and asked for them back. The museum apologised for taking them and now, in collaboration with the Aboriginal community, it's organising the return of several important items to their traditional owners. Pakana woman Rebecca Digney has been planning the return of these petroglyphs and she says she's very happy that these sacred carvings will soon be back where they belong. She says Aboriginal culture belongs in Aboriginal hands. They'll be so happy! Happy, 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 happy. In March, some helpful humans banded together to get a lonely possum home safely. Story number four. Okay, close your eyes for a second. Imagine that you are a possum. Now, imagine you're in the back of a truck, thousands of kilometres from the tree that you call home. How would you feel? Scared, frightened, worried. Yep, I think you've just perfectly described how Queenie felt. Queenie is a possum who was found in a truck by removalists while they were unpacking it. They'd driven from Sydney in New South Wales all the way up to the Gold Coast in Queensland. And when they arrived, they opened up the back of the truck and there was a six-month-old ringtail possum curled up inside. Well, if I was that possum, I'd probably be banging on the door the whole way. Me too. The removalists took Queenie to the vet, who said she was in surprisingly good health after all that time without food and water. Then it was time to figure out how to get Queenie home to Sydney. 
a group of wildlife carers set up something called a car relay. Somebody runs down, they run back up, then they give you something, then you run, then you do it to the next person, then they run and then just keeps going. Yes, one carer drove for a few hours and then passed Queenie safely over to another carer who drove another few hours and so on. That would be good because then they wouldn't have to drive as far and then the people who are closer will get there sooner. Queenie's not the only creature to accidentally travel a long way from home. Not long ago, a family of quolls from Cairns accidentally got shipped to Melbourne in a box of pumpkins. Wow. Travel safe, Queenie. You might remember this story. In August, Aussies went wild for the tillies. Story number three. This year, the FIFA Women's World Cup was held in Australia and New Zealand. It's the biggest competition in the world for women's football, which you might also know as soccer. Our national women's football team is called the Matildas. I have lots of favourite players. I like Sam Kerr, Caitlin, Minnie, Courtney Vine and Mackenzie Arnold. Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr. They're all just so good, aren't they? And they did an amazing job in the competition. The Matildas finished fourth. That's the best result for any Aussie team in a Football World Cup ever. The country in first place was Spain, second was England, and Sweden came in third. Before it started, people weren't sure whether there would be much interest in the World Cup. Some people thought women's sport was less exciting than men's sport. But that turned out not to be true at all, because tens of thousands of people went to sold-out stadiums to watch the Tillies play. In fact, the Matildas games have been some of the most watched events on Aussie TV ever. Well, it means that they're saying other girls and women should play soccer too. That women and girls can do anything. Sport is for everyone. The whole country was really excited by this competition and talking about games with friends and family and wearing the green and gold to watch. It was a great example of how sport can bring people together by giving us something to watch and cheer for and care about as one big community. Great work, Tillies. Thanks for everything. Thanks for all your hard work and we really appreciate it. This next story is about a clever kid who used their voice to make a change in their community. Story number two. If you were creating an ultimate playground, what would you put in it? Slides, you might find firemen poles. Like a sandpit, bucket and spade. I like going in ones that have a really high slide or a fireball. Oh, your playgrounds sound like so much fun. A seven-year-old named Zach loves playgrounds too. He often plays at a park on Bribie Island in Queensland. But one day, he found out he couldn't use the playground anymore. That's because the local council, the people who look after the public spaces, 
they covered the surface of the playground with wood chips and bark. That was no good for Zach because he uses a wheelchair and his wheels got stuck in that new ground cover. He would feel a bit left out and disappointed, sad and upset. He was. So Zach wrote to the local council to ask if they would get rid of the bark and wood chips. The council wrote back and said no. They also suggested that he try a different park, but that would take 45 minutes to get to from home. Well, that's just really mean. I think it's bad. Zach thought so too. So he persisted and he asked the boss of the council, the mayor, for their help. The mayor agreed with Zach that he should be able to move his wheelchair around the park so he could play like everybody else. The council's also come up with a new rule called Zach's Principle. That means they'll make sure that every playground is made accessible from now on. And it means they'll take people's disabilities into account so that playgrounds can be used by everybody. Good job, Zach. Yeah, good on you, Zach. Our last good news story for today is a wow, all about science, seaweed and cow farts. Wow of the week. This story made me go wow because I didn't know cows farted so much. One of the biggest challenges to the environment is climate change. That is the warming of our planet because of things that we humans are doing. It's made worse by a lot of things, like driving cars and cutting down forests and cow farts. Really? Because it's stinky? That's true, but it's not quite why. There are about a billion cows living on farms across the world, and the gases that cows burp and fart contains something called methane. Methane can build up in our atmosphere, trap heat, and make the earth warmer. One company trying to fix the problem is Seaforest, with some help from seaweed. The Aussie organisation has been planting a native Australian red seaweed called Asparagopsis in ponds on land and in specially zoned marine leases, sort of like ocean farms. Once it's ready, they harvest the seaweed for the hungry cows to chomp on. When livestock like cows eat the asparagopsis seaweed, it almost completely stops them from producing methane in their farts and burps. Wow, that's pretty cool that um, cows can make a big difference in the environment. Do they like eating seaweed? I don't think they mind it, and it makes a big difference. For their hard work, Sea Forest has been named as a finalist in the Earthshot Prize. That's an important award given to a project that has a chance of solving some of the problems facing the environment. That's pretty cool. Very cool indeed. They're hoping to expand their seaweed farms to more places so they can move the methane out of the farts and burps of more animals. Ah, what a year it was. That is all for news time today, my friends. I'm off to round up some more favourites for another special episode next week. Take it easy, Ruby. See you later.
News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.